This is something that my former pastor used to say. And he used to say to us, we, which are the believers, are not a perfect people, but rather we are a forgiven people. Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, the best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits. As always, before beginning each and every episode, I would like to take some time out to give all praises, all honor, and all glory to the Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, and of course, the Holy Spirit. Without them, I am not able to do anything, including this podcast episode, this podcast series, or anything for that matter. However, through Christ Jesus, I am able and I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And once again, I'd like to take some time out to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening, downloading, sharing, commenting, liking, following, or subscribing. The podcast is really starting to grow on Spreaker after almost three years. It has been growing on Podomatic for quite a while, even though it has slowed. But now for some reason it has picked up over here on Spreaker, where is the main home of the podcast so I am truly thankful, you know, to each and every one, you know, like I said, who have listened, commented, like, follow, share, subscribe in whatever way, form or fashion. I truly do appreciate it. But most importantly, I do hope and pray that the most important thing that you get from each and every episode is the love of God and, of course, Jesus Christ. Where I am at temperature is currently 62 degrees. It's a little on the cool side, but not too bad. And it's also very sunny. Beautiful, beautiful sunny day. Oh, I had some good quiet time this morning just looking out at the at the sunshine. It, you know, just the small things to be so thankful for. And of course, I am currently sipping on a nice hot cup of coffee, sweetened lightly with some vanilla syrup, and some cream. Today I bring to you the sixth installment of the Beatitude series. And also remember to stay tuned after the message for the Heroes of Faith segment. I know that you are definitely going to enjoy it as much as I enjoyed doing the research on our Hero of Faith. And also don't forget to stay tuned for the quote of the episode, which will also be featured. 
The title of today's episode is Blessed are the pure in heart. And this is episode number 052. Today's episode is inspired and taken from Matthew 5 verses 8. And I will be reading from the King James Version. And it reads, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Okay, so I'm going to do a couple of definitions. And blessed is the first word up. And according to Christianity.com, their definition said, made holy, consecrated, Blessed is from the Greek word makarios, which I know for sure because I did some research on that prior, which means to be happy or blissful. It also means a self-contained happiness. According to dictionary.com, their definition reads to bestow good of any kind upon. Next word up is pure, not mixed or adulterated with any other substance or material. Other words that can be used for pure, clean, uncontaminated, uncorrupted, undefiled. Up next, shall, will, used to express what is inevitable or seems likely to happen in the future. And that was taken from Merriam-Webster and pure was taken from OxfordDictionary.com. Last, but definitely not the least, actually the most, God, the creator, Adonai, the Alpha and the Omega, Jehovah, Yahweh, Elohim, El Shaddai. Those are just few of the names of God. So when I was doing the research or the study actually for this particular episode, I wanted to know exactly Who is the pure of heart or pure in heart? God tries the heart of man because he finds pleasure in uprightness. He prepares our hearts unto him. And God also tries our hearts sometimes by allowing us to go through the trials of fire to test us. And to strengthen our faith in our walk. He also prepares our hearts to walk in righteousness and also to serve him. And a great example of trials of fire, Job and the apostles. And let's not forget Christ as he was, you know, going to that cross. I mean, I think that's the greatest of all. He that walks upright and does what is right 
and speaks truth in his or her heart. As believers, it is important that we do walk upright. It is important that we live a life of righteousness. It doesn't mean that we are perfect or that we don't mess up at times. But during those times when we have missed the mark or have fallen short, we are to confess our sin or our sins and repent and get right back up in line and continue to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. But we are also to ask God to help and to strengthen us with our weaknesses. This is something that my former pastor used to say. And he used to say to us, we, which are the believers, are not a perfect people, but rather we are a forgiven people. The Lord rewards us according to our righteousness and according to the cleanness of our hands in his sight. He shows himself merciful to the merciful and blameless to the blameless. He shows himself pure to the purified. It is also important that we do not practice or have anything to do with unrighteousness or any works or fruits of darkness. Let us keep our hands and our hearts clean before the Lord. Let us walk blameless before him. And let us allow him to purify us daily through Christ Jesus and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Those of us who have clean hands and a pure heart and who do not lift up our souls to what is false and does not swear deceitfully, we are considered the pure in heart. Each day we are to repent and to confess our sins. Ask God to give us a clean heart daily and to renew it within us and also to give us a right spirit and to have the right attitude to match at times. And that's a great example of Psalm 51 verses 10. When we confess our sins before him and walk upright, when we confess our sins before him and walk upright, we are considered part of the pure in heart. Also, when we repent and confess our sins to the living God and have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we have then been cleansed from our uncleanliness and from all our idols. You know, um, when we repent, when we repent and we ask God to help us with these things, he is able to deliver us. He's able to help us. You know, God will give us a new heart and a new spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, you know, that is placed in each and every one of us as believers and he will remove that heart of stone and convert it to a heart of flesh and he will put his spirit within each and every one of us who are believers and cause us to walk in his statues so let us be careful to obey his commands i know sometimes it's not easy But like it says, obedience is better than sacrifice. And that was based off of Ezekiel 36, 
verse 28, 26 to 28. Reading from Matthew 23, 27 to 30. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanliness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous, saying, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would have not taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. And that, of course, is from Matthew 23, verses 27 to 30. And I remember after reading this while doing the research, my prayer was daily, Father God, please help me not to be like a whitewashed tomb. That's the last thing I want to be. So let us not be hypocrites like the scribes and the Pharisees who were like whitewashed tombs and appeared beautiful and righteous on the outside, but were filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. For we For if we are like that, then we will definitely not see the living God and his son, Jesus Christ. And we will not be considered to be pure in heart. And actually, Matthew 23, verses 27 to 30, those were the words of Jesus. He was the one that said, for for you are like white washed tombs. So, yeah, a lot of this motivational preaching that they're preaching out there, this was Jesus speaking. This was Jesus speaking to the Pharisees and the scribes. He was calling them hypocrites that were like whitewashed tombs. Another two words that I also wanted a little more definition on was upright. And the interpretation is adhering to rectitude, righteous, honest, or first. And then for a word, willfully, contrary, and not easily managed. And if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, excuse me, um, those two words came from the King James Version. So that's why, because I was using a couple of versions as I was doing my translation but I normally study out of the King James Version. So I just wanted to just, you know, look up the definitions of those words if anyone was interested. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, please renew our hearts daily. Help us to continue to walk upright. Help us each day to confess our sins before you. Help us not to be hypocrites, And like whitewashed tombs who are beautiful on the outside, but filled with lawlessness on the inside. Renew in us a clean heart to match your spirit that you have given us. In Jesus name. 
Amen. Stay tuned for the Heroes of Faith segment coming up. You are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with Arlena. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope that you enjoyed the sixth installment of the Beatitude series. We're getting closer and closer to the end. So it's just one more episode and that will be the finale of the Beatitude series. On today's Heroes of Faith segment, I will be featuring none other than the Apostle Peter. The Apostle Peter is my favorite apostle. And let's just say I'm a female David as well as a female Peter. So let's dig in. The Apostle Peter. The Apostle Peter was the most outspoken of the 12 apostles. He also later became one of the boldest witnesses for the gospel of Jesus Christ. He came from humble beginnings. He was also born about 1 BC. And for those that might not know what BC stands for, it means before Christ. That's just for those that may not know. If you know, just disregard that. And he died somewhere around A.D. 67, which stands for Anodonomy in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he died in A.D. 67. His original name before Jesus changed it to Peter was Simon. Peter means rock or Petra. He, along with his brother Andrew, were both from Galilee. They were both fishermen by trade before they laid down their nets to respond to the call of Jesus. Peter was also a husband and a follower of John the Baptist before meeting and following Jesus. Both Peter and Andrew were two of the first disciples that Jesus called. During those times, fishermen were known for being gruff, unkempt, vile, and shabbily dressed. They also often used vulgar language. The fishermen of that era were full of vigor and were also known for their hot tempers. Both Peter and Andrew were known as the sons of thunder. When Jesus called both Peter and Andrew, they immediately dropped their nets, and followed Jesus and became fishers of men. They walked away and they left everything behind, including their boats, their nets, and everything 
fact was associated with their former trade. Peter had the ability to discern that Jesus was the Christ or the Messiah. Peter had also had the ability to see Jesus for who he really was, the son of the living God. Peter was also very bold and very outspoken, oftentimes in the wrong. Peter witnessed firsthand many of the miracles that Jesus performed. He also witnessed the transfiguration along with John and James. Peter was also the one to step out of the boat and walk on water. He was bold indeed. He truly was. Peter was the same one who professed that he would never betray Jesus, that he would die for him. But instead, he ended up denying Christ three times. But later he repented and he was restored by Jesus. Peter was also one of the first to run to the tomb when they all learned that Jesus has risen. Peter also was the first apostle to preach on the day of Pentecost after the coming of the Holy Spirit. He was also the first apostle to proclaim the gospel to the Gentiles. Peter willingly suffered persecution, imprisonment, beatings, and he also rejoiced at the ability to be worthy to suffer disgrace for the sake of Jesus Christ, my God. That's a blessing in itself. I mean, you know, just to read this about Peter. Early historians believe that the book of Mark is actually the story of Peter. Peter, John, and James were three of the closest who were often always with the Lord. Peter was one of the most influential Christian leaders during the first century. He, along with John and James, were pillars of the early church. And based on Matthew 16, verse 19, he is sometimes referred to as the gatekeeper of heaven. Peter lived for a total of 65 years, according to sources. The last 33 years out of those 65 years were spent serving and proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Christ. He saw Jesus raise the little girl from the dead. He was also with Jesus in the garden at Gethsemane. And he was also one of the disciples who fell asleep while Jesus told them to keep watch while he prayed. He was also present when Jesus was at his most vulnerable. Jesus sweated drops of blood. He was also the one to cut off the ear of one of the soldiers. And even though he did not write any of the four gospels, tradition and scholars believe that the gospel of Mark is the recording of Peter's account of the ministry of Jesus Christ through his friend, John Mark. Peter is also the author of the book of Acts and the epistles, the first and second Peter. According to sources, the last 
hours of Peter's life was seeing his wife being led out to be killed. It is said that he rejoiced because her death was a symbol of her returning home to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. He addressed her encouragingly with comfort by calling her by her name. And he said to her, remember the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter was killed by Emperor Nero around 64 AD after the great fire of Rome. He was taken and crucified upside down because he felt unworthy to be crucified in the same way that Christ, his Lord and Savior, was crucified. Peter went from being an arrogant, cocky, hot-headed man to becoming a humble, willing, and obedient servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter rejoiced on the day of his death, for he knew that upon death, he would once again be reunited with his Lord. In postscript, it is also said that in the final days or months of his life, he was cast into a horrible prison in Rome called Mamertine. He spent nine months there in absolute darkness, and he endured severe torture being tied to a post while he was there. But while he was there, he, was, he also converted his jailers, processors, and Martinian, along with 47 others. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope and pray that you did enjoy this month's Heroes of Faith segment featuring none other than the Apostle Peter. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the research and preparing the segment. Now, this was the research was done like about about three weeks ago. And I was up to like the wee hours of the morning. I think I went to bed like minutes to four. And after gathering all the information about the Apostle Peter, especially like the latter information as far as, you know, his life after the death of Christ. And I couldn't help but admire him even more. And I definitely... Um, can relate to his strength and to see that where Christ, what Christ can do to a man or anyone if we allow him to do the work in us that God would intend for him to do. To see Peter going from this hot-headed man to this humble servant and this pillar who helped to build the church and to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I know that day, 
I went to bed a different person. I, I know that much. And I know that I definitely want to strive to be more so like the Peter after the resurrection and ascension of Christ Jesus. Up next is the quote of the episode. In this episode's quote reads, Adding spiritual growth to your life means adding his life back into your day. And that was by none other than author Elizabeth George. Once again, I'd like to take time out to say thank you for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you. And if this episode or this podcast has been a blessing to you, please feel free to share it with others. Please feel free to subscribe to the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Spreaker.com, and Podomatic.com, as well as Google Podcasts. You can also leave me a rating on iTunes.com. You can feel free to like, share, and subscribe on either one of the above-mentioned platforms. And also, please feel free to check out my other podcasts, the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast, which is a devotional podcast, which is featured on Spreaker.com, iTunes, and Google Play, as well as Google Podcasts. You can also check out Arlena Uncut and Arlena's Corner, which is based off of my blog on Spreaker.com. Also, please feel free to check out my YouTube channels at Arlena's Corner and at the Spare and Javelin Ministries. If you like, you can simply drop me a line at arlenaflanders01 at gmail.com. Also, you can check out my blog at www.arlenaflanders.wordpress.com. I look forward to being with you on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. Remember, as long as there is life, it's never too late to accept Christ. Be blessed.